What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games and sports? Well, man, do I have some awesome news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one source for all your sports betting this sports season. And boy, are we busy. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, golf, horse racing, and a heck of a lot more. Hey, it's updated odds for everything from the live games right on through your absolute team matchups and game trends all at Bet Online. Hey, use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your bonus, 50% off, in fact, for your welcome bonus. It's betonline.ag or your mobile device with BetOnline, where the game starts. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Back with you, the ML Sports Platter. Major platforms, download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together They'll work to get you the maximum reward and a tip of the cap thank you as well to associate sponsors, Burton Ace Hardware, Bowers & Company CPAs, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Rosie's Corner. Hey, Rosie's, the whole family is down there in Florida enjoying Disney. They will reopen May 2nd if you're in and around Central New York. Grab those awesome gift cards for upcoming events like Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, and a heck of a lot more at Rosie's Corner. Pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more and your fish Friday with your mac and cheese coleslaw and french fries. It's all there at Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. All right, let's do it. I uh, have been chomping at the bit. I've been really excited to do podcasts here uh, in the next coming days and weeks. Um, Here's what I've decided to do. Um, I'm going to do this show is going to be the entire first round recap. And then what I'm going to do, instead of diving into rounds two through seven and, and all the rest, I'm going to go team by team with, you know, the next month, month and a half, two months. You're just going to get them throughout the month of May sporadically. You're going to get them throughout the month of June sporadically. You know, as we enter into training camp, there might even be one or two that linger into July. But I'm going to do a full recap for each team in the NFL in terms of what they did in the NFL draft. So that's in the coming days, weeks, and months Hope you enjoy that. But as far as this one is concerned, straight up, first round recap, and let's get started. No shocker, Bryce Young, Carolina. For a while, the number one pick was kind of up in the air. Would it be C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, etc.? There's no doubt that Carolina loves the in-game, big-time decision-making, the game slowing down when it gets, you know, really intense and the pressure builds. Bryce Young, the leadership, the way he carries himself, his game at Alabama— 
playing on the big stage. Again, the game's slowing down for him. He sees things, um, you know, really well. Uh, he doesn't turn the ball over. He's a tremendous, tremendous guy in the pocket as well. He can get out of the pocket. Carolina loves everything that they uh, see in Bryce Young, who is probably the fastest processor, uh, you know, with that quick release in, in, in the entire, <clears throat> you know, NFL draft. He's got that unbelievable ability to lead receivers. He's got the poise. He's got the moxie. The only thing that people were talking about was the height, you know, but good Lord, we've seen Russell Wilson. We've seen Drew Brees. Bryce Young can make this thing happen. And Carolina, I think, got a good one. I think he's the best uh, quarterback in the draft. I think he's arguably, arguably the best player in the draft. And, uh, you know, Carolina, they saw their guy, they wanted their guy, and they got their guy. Meanwhile, the Texans, number two, C.J. Stroud, quarterback out of Ohio State. We know that a lot of QBs have not worked out of Ohio State. They're thinking that he definitely will with his uh, amazing, uh, you know, ability to see the whole field and his timing uh, as a thrower, which is tremendous, the athleticism, the smooth delivery. Again, they think that they have their guy. Franchise quarterbacks don't hang on trees. A lot of times it's a crapshoot, as we know. I remember Bill Polian telling me years ago on multiple shows that he was between Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning, uh, leading right up to the last night of the draft and a little bit in the morning of draft day uh, as well. And we know how all of that turned out, although Ryan and I follow each other on Twitter. Uh, Ryan has certainly gotten his life together. He did play quarterback for enough time. He earned a ton of money. He had a tremendous college career, and now he's an absolute wrecking ball as a media star. Just love his work. And uh, it all worked out for him, even though, you know, he's not going to the Hall of Fame like Peyton Manning. Uh, life has worked out for Ryan Leaf. He has said it, and he is so happy, and that is all that matters. And we all root for Ryan Leaf big time. We'll see if C.J. Stroud can pan out, man. Um, you know, these Ohio State quarterbacks have not. So he has plenty of pressure on him there. Daniel Jeremiah, my goodness, did he nail this one or what? Will Anderson Jr. picked by the Texans at three. They move up in a trade with Arizona. And so now the Houston Texans think maybe that they've got their cornerstone franchise players on each side of the ball at the two most important positions in the league. Number one, quarterback. Number two, edge rusher to stop the quarterback. Goodness gracious. Will Anderson's first step is absolutely electric. He's fast. He's quick. Powerful hands. He uh, obviously overpowers blockers a lot in the run game. He can get to the quarterback. He's kind of like that new, you know, edge outside linebacker, Von Miller kind of makeup in terms of body. 6'4", 255. He's going to be a handful uh, for the rest of the NFL and the Texans. I, you probably, if you're going to do your winner-loser thing, which I'm not, and I'm not going to do grades as well, but if you're the Houston Texans, if you're a Texans fan, if you see you know, the, 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 the new management and ownership's commitment right now and the two big-time players they got in the first round, you got to be excited that they can turn this thing around because Will Anderson, it does not get better than him in this NFL draft. I mean, he is a rangy, relentless, great motor player. Texans, my goodness, are they coming? Are they humming? If those two guys work out, the answer is yes. Anthony Richardson, we wondered if the Colts would take him or Will Levis. It turns out Will Levis plummeted in this draft, Anthony Richardson, the biggest project at any position. We know he can be Josh Allen or he can turn into Josh Rosen. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens with him. Obviously, the size 6'4", 245 is ridiculous. The arm, um, you know, the speed, big play threat and all the rest, but inconsistent game tape and not a lot of experience. We know what the deal is with him. He's either going to boom or bust, and now we move on. Illinois corner, Devin Witherspoon to the Seattle Seahawks. Tremendous pick here. Physical, tenacious corner, uh, plays with an edge, 
uh, uh, certainly a day one starter. He's got shutdown ability, and uh, he's a great ball hawk and, and locator there. Six foot, 181, a perfect Pete Carroll corner. Arizona at the sixth spot. After that uh, run through with the Lions, they go get their offensive lineman, Paris Johnson Jr., 6'6", 313 pounds. He's uh, a very quick, nimble, mobile guy with great body strength, offensive, uh, uh, you know, uh, upper body strength, really, and, and can really jar people at the line. Um, you got to love his ability as a zone blocker. He's tremendously strong, and, uh, you know, he can play some guard. He can play some tackle. He's got the footwork and hand placement. Arizona needs a player like this. They get a bookend blindside offensive tackle who you can slide in to play guard as well. Tyree Wilson, 6'6", <clears throat> 271 from Texas Tech. He is a guy uh, that uh, the Raiders had their eyes on right from the beginning, a defensive end who can come and get you. You just wonder in terms of the Big 12 playing a different kind of offensive lineman. It's not quite the Big 10. It's not quite the SEC. Uh, will his finesse and long arms and some of those different things uh, will it take him a little bit longer to come in and dominate in the NFL? We'll have to see. It's all up in the air. These things are a crapshoot, but we know the size. We know the strength. We know that he gets off blocks. We know the length. Um, we'll see You know if he does have a little bit of trouble uh, dominating right away because of the finesse part of his game, but most scouts say, uh-uh, he's going to be a superstar. Anybody who's ripping the Atlanta Falcons taking B. John Robinson at number eight, they need to get their head examined. This is a tremendous pick. <clears throat> for the Atlanta Falcons. They are trying to surround their quarterback, and I know that they have a potpourri of defensive issues. But when you've got Desmond Ritter and you need to build uh, that, you know, you need to build around him and get him more help, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Now you're going to put B. John Robinson in a situation where he can run the football. You can, re you know, really use him as a Debo Samuel type. Uh, you can use him as an, as an electric. Get the guy the ball, uh, you know, 5'11", 220. The guy is stronger than strong. Uh, he's got a little bit of that Saquon Barkley to him, a little bit of that, you know, hybrid sort of uh, look. Uh, he is so fast. He's a reliable pass catcher. Uh, he's instinctive. He's patient. He's got great balance. He's going to be a really, really great pro. Uh, and Atlanta taking him. I, I don't know why people are so upset at this. I heard John Middlecoff go nuts about this. You're crazy. B. John Robinson's a tremendous, he's the best athlete. Some people think he's the best player in the draft. And when you can take an Arthur Smith offense now, again, we still have to find out about Desmond Ritter. But when you can take an offense like Arthur Smith and you can get him uh, another ridiculous weapon to go with Pitts in London, yes, please sign me up for that. Uh, wow. Jalen Carter goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. That was, you know, for, you know, from Carolina through Chicago. And the Eagles get yet another Georgia guy to go along with N'Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis, etc. We know about the off-the-field stuff with Jalen Carter. But if he keeps his head straight, He's going into a great culture uh, building. He's going into a place with Howie Roseman, Jalen Hurts, unbelievable leadership, guys who know him uh, from the SEC. Uh, I think he's going to be okay. I think that his head will stay on his shoulders. And, and if he works out, this this is Hall of Fame player. I mean, that's that's what we're dealing with. I mean, he's got the, the edges of the offensive lineman. He's got every tool in the box, uh, big-time torso flexibility, long arms, power, I mean, he's got everything. He's 6'3", 215 as a defensive tackle. He's going to, you know, create a major log jam there. He's great one-on-one -on -one if he needs to be. He can take on double teams as well and then free up others. Uh, awesome range. He's an unbelievable player. And if he works out, like I said, he's going to be a dominating force for the Eagles, and he's going to be 
a Hall of Fame player. Really love the uh, pick by the Chicago Bears, Darnell Wright, from the standpoint of helping, of course, Justin Fields. But there is a lot of rawness to him, and scouts are concerned about the work ethic. So the Bears have got to get in and really, really get him to work his tail off because they need all the protection for Justin Fields, <clears throat> you know, as they move uh, forward. Uh, he's a massive player, plays with balance. He's strong, uh, but he's got to give, uh, you know, he, he, he's got to get that, you know, commitment and work ethic thing down. It seems as though he's got everything else as an offensive tackle. Meanwhile, Peter Skaronsky, a lot of people loved him out of Northwestern, an offensive tackle going to the Tennessee Titans. No surprise there. Mike Vrabel wants to beef up that offensive line and get a fundamentally sound guy who can take excellent angles and, you know, stop uh, people in the ground game and be good enough in pass protection with that awesome balance. <clears throat> That's the guy they got in Peter Skaronsky. I mean, just a terrific pick for the Titans. Here we go with one of the big surprises in this draft. It was a wacky a draft, and Detroit moves up from Cleveland through Houston and Arizona. The Detroit Lions select Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Alabama. This one floored me a little bit with the uh, money that they put into David Montgomery and others, but they want to have a ton of versatility here. Perhaps Jameer Gibbs will be used like a B. John Robinson. Maybe you can kind of put him in the slot once in a while, use him as a dynamic playmaker, get him the ball, tight spaces, reverses, dump it to him on screens. He can run the football north, south, east, west. Detroit got a good player. I just don't know if that made a lot of sense compared to what they could have picked up in the following guys that I'm about to name. I mean, my goodness, just some of the guys here that I'm looking at, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, why wouldn't you take somebody like that or a Quentin Johnson or a Zay Flowers or a Lucas Van Ness or uh, <clears throat> somebody like that, you know, when you had invested a ton in the running back position already, including, like I said, David Montgomery at that big, uh, that big offer. Defensive end Lucas Van Ness goes to the Green Bay Packers as they look into the future without Aaron Rodgers on both sides of the ball. He's just an absolute freak of nature, 6'5", 275 at linebacker, a guy who can run like the wind, power, length, speed, ball hawk, typical Iowa linebacker, the Green Bay Packers. Again, they did not excel defensively last year. They were very underwhelming. I think Van Ness can help them at multiple linebacker positions. Broderick Jones out of Georgia, offensive tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Steelers had a tremendous draft overall, by the way, and I can't wait to do their recap because... I think they did a ton to help Kenny Pickett and really filled a lot of needs and wants at the same time. Best player on the board for what you need. Pittsburgh Steelers checked the boxes over and over and over again in this NFL draft. This guy has no trouble handling the pure speed off the edge. He mirrors a lot of, of, of you know, that... Um, you know, that upright body sort of protection wall type of a thing as an OT, 6'5", 315, tremendous, tremendous range. He has a 4.97 40-yard dash uh, as well from the combine. It was the fastest of any offensive tackle there. That's one thing that many scouts looked at. Uh, he's got range. He's got durability. He's a good one, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be very happy with him. How about Iowa State's Will McDonald, the fourth? He goes to the New York Jets as they try to protect um, you know, a, a little bit of the defense on the outside uh, for the secondary that's already tremendous, led by Sauce Gardner. Some people think the protection only occurs on the offensive line, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, you know, you protect layers of your defense as well. The better you are up front, the better you are in the middle, the better you are in the middle, the better you are in the back. Will McDonald, the fourth, can do this one. He's an explosive guy with big-time closing burst ability and uh, a great ball hawker type of a guy. He can cause turnovers. He's light. He can get to people. And uh, <clears throat> I think he could get his full potential unlocked 
in this defense with the New York Jets. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Ken's Auto Detailing, Route 11 and Cicero in the Brewerton area. If you're in and around Central New York, go get your car, truck, uh, boat detailed right now with Ken's Auto Detailing, the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to the Al and Angus Pub, Bowers and Company CPAs, and Welch and Company Jewelers. I'm going to recap the rest of the first round here on the ML Sports Platter next. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Thanks to Stanley Law Office's Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company and our great friends over at the Allen Angus Pub. Stop in today for the best darn Angus burger in town, the Allen Angus Pub, Harrison Street in Syracuse. It's the official pub of the ML Sports Platter. Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State, 6'1", 166. A little bit light uh, in terms of the weight and all the rest. Height is average, but he is a guy who can... Uh, do a lot of things, uh, you know, as a corner. And I think that the football team, uh, or the commanders, I should say, whatever the hell they're called now, uh, they like the uh, potential. This was a potential pick. Uh, he's really good in off coverage. Uh, he's a good help corner. He takes out routes. He, they like the simplicity of this player, uh, and that's where they're going to try to go here with the potential on their defense. I, I got to tell you, this was one of the biggest surprises of the draft. I, I had, did not think Emmanuel Forbes would be picked um, until after 20, if not picked, uh, you know, in the second round. I was kind of stunned that he went that high. Another corner, and, and people are saying it's a great corner draft, Christian Gonzalez, the Patriots, you know, they really got a steal here with this guy. Bill Belichick has had some terrible drafts in the past. We'll see what works out here. But Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, a lot of people love him. Again, the question becomes, you know, some people, whoa, he played in the Pac-12. You know, what about the competition and all the rest? And, eh, listen, if you're good, you're good uh, in any conference. Christian Gonzalez is super talented, and he's a press corner. Belichick loves those kind of guys. He loves the length. He loves the quick feet. Um, you know, he's very smooth in terms of changing directions. And uh, the Patriots are really high on this guy. They were high on him right from the jump. And he's 6'1", 200 pounds. So Christian Gonzalez going to New England, a place where I think he could thrive in the Bill Belichick defense. Iowa's Jack Campbell. There were two players that I wanted the Buffalo Bills to get in this draft, and this was one of them uh, to help replace uh, Tremaine Edmonds, although it worked out just fine for the Bills, and I'll get to their recap pod uh, down the line here. But Jack Campbell is everything and a bag of chips. I mean, 6'5", 250. Uh, His size, his strength, he holds up between tackles. He wraps guys up. Again, he's a fundamental dude. Awareness, uh, he can play zone underneath. He can, uh, 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 you know, kind of play as a spy. He can tackle, stop the run. He can blitz. He's a perfect, he's a ball hawker. He's a perfect Iowa linebacker. And that's who uh, Dan Campbell will get to play with now, which is just a tremendous get for the Detroit Lions, who I thought had an awesome draft overall. 6'5", 250, coming at you in Motown, Jack Campbell. All right, Kalaja Kansi from Pittsburgh. He shot up draft boards the last couple of weeks leading into the NFL draft, and he is a disruptive run defender, and he can pass rush you with explosiveness, unique skill set. He has a lack of size and strength, but the way he plays, he can overcome all that. It's 6'1", 281 from Pittsburgh. He's going to be a problem for the rest of the NFL, and he goes to a Buccaneers team looking to get fresh, looking to get quick, looking to get faster, and that will help him in the future, because this is a dynamic, dynamic player. Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh-huh, Ohio State wide receiver. He goes at 20. You want to talk about a tremendous pick to the Seattle Seahawks 
what value. He could be the best route runner and the best wide receiver in this draft, and yet he goes to 20. That's obviously indicative of how strong the defensive tackle line of scrimmage uh, situation was going in. I did a bunch of videos on that as well. It looks like on paper a tremendous offensive line, defensive line, <clears throat> you know, type of draft uh, with some guys at certain other positions with great potential, and wide receiver would be one of those. Jackson Smith, the Jigba, he's a really instinctive guy. He comes from a great wide receiver school at Ohio State with guys like Marvin Harrison Jr., Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Olave, those kind of players. And, you know, you can put him in the slot. You can put him out on the boundary. He can play, <clears throat> you know, against zone defenses. He can get elusive uh, uh, moves against man coverage. <clears throat> he is absolutely terrific. He really is. He snatches balls. Hands are great. Footwork's terrific. 6'1", 200 pounds. He's going to help Geno Smith and company there uh, in Seattle. He's a day one starter without a doubt. Speaking of a day one starter, wide receiver, hey, Justin Herbert gets another weapon to play with for the uh, L.A. Chargers. 6'3", 210. Wow. Go up and get it in the red zone, fella. Quentin Johnson can do that. He's got breakaway speed. He tracks balls great. Flashes a ton of ability. Footwork is there. Uh, he's a big-time deep threat, and he is going to help, again, improve the offense of the Chargers, which is a scary thing to think about and say. Zay Flowers to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, not only did you just get paid, my man gets a big-time player out of Boston College who can do unbelievable things on a football field. That was part of it, right? Lamar with uh, now a new uh, kind of regime offensively, new coordinator, new offense. Uh, you know, try to run a little bit less here, Lamar, and throw it better. Uh, his deep ball is fine. He's won an MVP. He needs help around him. And the Ravens delivered with Zay Flowers from Boston College. He is an instinctive route runner. Unbelievable get-off-the-line speed. Separation's terrific. Chunk plays are terrific. Second and third gear, count on it. This guy is a major player and going to help the Ravens in that new offense. Jordan Addison stunned that he fell this low to 24. I thought he'd be gone in the top 20. He's savvy. He's elusive. He's got all the traits that Flowers and all the rest of these guys do. He plays faster than his time speed, they say, 4 4 9, 40. <clears throat> but great tracker of the deep ball. Amazing footwork. Again, you can move him around as well. And the Vikings, they can pair him with a Justin Jefferson. That's a terrifying thought. Uh, again, Kirk Cousins with one more year left, I believe, on that contract. Vikings need to start thinking about the future without Kirk Cousins. But if the Vikings can go find a quarterback, again, Kirk Cousins is fine. He's a top 10 guy. He can win you a lot of games. He can win you a division. <clears throat> but do you want him on the big stage in the fourth quarter and all the rest? Do you want him on the road in the playoffs? No, you don't. Vikings need a quarterback. They need a franchise quarterback that goes above and beyond Kirk Cousins. Once they get him, Vikings are a very, very legitimate, legitimate Super Bowl contender, especially coming out of the NFC. Deontay Banks out of Maryland improves the Giants defense, uh, six foot, 200 pounds, a guy that uh, Brian Dable and company needed, wanted. Uh, Martindale and those guys, in terms of physical press zone corner, he'll fit right into the defense, and uh, he's got the length to uh, shut plays off. Really good guy at preventing the deep ball, and, and he's a little bit of a taller corner, and uh, he's got an aggressive mindset on every play. Great pick for the New York football Giants. Dalton Kincaid, Buffalo Bills move up. Uh, one spot to get him. They beat out the Dallas Cowboys who wanted him. It's a pick from the Giants through the Jaguars. And uh, they beat uh, the Cowboys to the punch here with a 6'4", 250-pound tight end who is a decent blocker, but he's a better route runner. Um, <clears throat> he's got huge hands. Um, he plucks the ball out of the air. The Bills want to use him as a guy who can 
you know, compliment off of Dawson Knox, use him in the slot. They haven't figured out the slot position that much. He's not just a tight end. He's a rangy tight end who can play in the slot and certainly, uh, you know, lengthen the chains. The Bills have tried to figure out the slot receiver ever since Cole Beasley. Cole's not there anymore. Jamison Crowder got hurt. Isaiah McKenzie had a down year last year. Now he's gone with the Colts. Hey, they want to have Dalton Kincaid, okay, be that guy. And <clears throat> I was I was back and forth on this pick. Wasn't sure if I liked it. Wasn't sure about giving up a fourth rounder. But now that I read about what this guy can do, I listen to football people who are much smarter than me. He's got an ability to break tackles. Um, you know, he can make people miss. He's a decent blocker. He can win 50-50 balls. Bills have had trouble with the red zone. Bills have had trouble on some third downs with drops and all the rest. Dalton Kincaid, they are hoping, can come in and get immediate reps as a first-day uh, starter. And you put him with Diggs, Davis, and Dawson Knox, Josh Allen, yet another weapon. Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, defensive tackle. Well, Dallas had to settle on this because Dalton Kincaid was gone, but not a bad way to settle. 6'3", 323-pound uh, behemoth. He's an outstanding run defender and uh, one of the biggest, strongest prospects in this class. And he can clog the middle, which Dallas wants to get more of, so they can let the Micah Parsonses and all the rest get to the quarterback and disrupt even more. Really good, uh, really good pick here for Dallas. He's a guy, again, who can clog everything, and you just add more problems, more of a wall on defense to let your playmakers take over. Anton Harrison, Oklahoma offensive tackle. That was what the Jaguars wanted at that spot in terms of 28 uh, in that trade, of course, and more uh, got, you know, more help to protect Trevor Lawrence. That was the from Buffalo pick there, uh, and, and they get their guy, another offensive tackle, to improve um, the, uh, the passing game here and, of course, obviously the run game. Uh, here we go with Miles Murphy. Uh, he was one of the more underrated picks, uh, underrated players in this draft for my money, a defensive end out of Clemson. This guy is a really, really, really fantastic pass rusher with great instincts. 6'5", 270, a little small. He'll ball up about 10, 15, but he goes to the Bengals, and the Bengals, the rich get richer. Good grief. I mean, they've already got bookend defensive ends. They add him in for depth. You can kind of move him around a little bit too if you need to, but this is going to be a great pick because, it, you know, it's a rotation with Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard. You got Joseph Osai. Uh, you know what? He brings a different dynamic to the rotation. Uh, he really does. And the Bengals just want to keep loading up because they know they got the quarterback. What's the next important thing? Stopping the quarterback. They want to keep getting defensive ends to get Josh Allen, to get Patrick Mahomes, to get uh, Justin Herbert, to get Aaron Rodgers, to get all these QBs. That's a great pick. And he, I think, was one of the most underrated players, Miles Murphy, defensive end. Out of Clemson. Don't know a ton about Brian Breesey other than the fact that 6'6", 298 defensive tackle <clears throat> going to the New Orleans Saints. He's a really good stack and shed blocker kind of guy. Um, you know, and a guy who will have to probably put on 10-15 for what the Saints want to do defensively. But uh, I think that they'll be able to groom him, coach him, get him ready. And I think Breesey, uh, I think it's Breesey, I think you could really make him into a big time player uh, there in New Orleans. Holy hell, Nolan Smith out of Georgia, outside linebacker. He drops all the way to 31, falls in the laps of the Philadelphia Eagles. Can we just build a Georgia Bulldog statue outside of Lincoln Financial Field with all these Georgia Bulldogs? Holy smokes, man. Uh, they get him, and he's a really great player. Outside linebacker with ferocious feed. It's uh, speed. It's takeoff speed. He's got change of direction. He closes really well. Um, 
all these Georgia defenders are really, really great. Now you got N'Kobe Dean. You've got Jordan Davis. You've got, obviously, Jaden Carter. You've got Nolan Smith. This Eagles defense just keeps loading up with the Georgia Bulldogs. Why not? It's smart. They've won a couple championships. Best defense in college football. Biggest of stages. SEC. Stopping the best offenses. Howie Roseman does it again. Felix Anudike Uzoma. I think that's how you say it. Kansas State defensive end. I know nothing about him. He goes to the Kansas City Chiefs, though, with the same kind of thinking like the Bengals. You can never have enough edge rushers to go get our quarterback competition. So that's your first round NFL draft recap. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. And hey, before we sign off here, we are getting into the most arguably, you know, it's the most exciting best time in the sports season, right? Arguably. Uh, Some might say fall, some might say now, but hey, with the weather heating up, it's all about the PGA Championship. Horse racing's triple crown. The NFL draft just came off it. Those are some of the sporting events that we're going to see in the next few months, not to mention NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. And with every event, they present opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wondered how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University, and I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. With their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport, all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shaped this innovative program, and courses are taught by experienced professors that include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including my friends, the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers, and coursework, in fact, emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. You can take the next step in your sports journalism career today by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.